1: My friends, thank you for joining me here on WCN-TV today. This may qualify for understatement of the year. It shouldn't come as any surprise for anyone who follows the political scene today that our government under this current administration is a mess. On nearly a, a daily basis, news emerges of some new situation that pulls America further and further from our founding fathers' vision. How do we keep up with everything that is happening? Well, one way to make sense out of it all is to follow and listen to trusted voices reporting the news from a Christian perspective. Of course, many do that right now through their support and following. of Wisconsin Christian News editor and publisher Rob Pugh has been a trusted voice in the Christian news field for over 25 years. Our guest today is cut from the same cloth. He has faithfully published Intermountain Christian News since 2002 from Boise, Idaho, which reaches into Colorado, Idaho, Montana, Nevada, North Dakota, Oregon, Utah, and Wyoming. We're very blessed to welcome Dr. Anthony Harper to WCN-TV. Welcome, Anthony.
2: Well, it's great to join you. Do I call you Dr. Mike or Mike?
1: No, just Mike. Okay. Just Mike. (laughs) So thank you for joining us, Anthony, and and um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, that this is your first time on uh, WCN-TV? That is true. Yeah. So why don't we start then today, tell our viewers a little bit about yourself and how you started out in, in the news business.
2: Well, uh, getting started out in the news business is really, it, I consider it a ministry, but it's a yeah. special calling, special calling, uh, uh, John Fortmeyer. Uh, Christian News Northwest, had been praying for someone to start up a Christian newspaper in the Treasure Valley, Idaho, that Southwest Idaho area. And so Treasure Valley Christian News was uh, born out of that that prayer request that he had. And my desire was to be of of more service and and to reaching more people with the gospel message. So uh, Treasure Valley Christian News actually first got started out uh, prior to that in 2001 as a website called, uh, under a different name, Christian Resources and Events Directory. And then it became later a newspaper with the Treasure Valley Christian News. And then, it, of course, then it just even developed more into the Intermountain Christian News with seeing a, a really a strong need to have Christian newspapers in these Intermountain areas of Utah, Wyoming, and other, other states. Yes,
1: yes, and... So uh, another understatement, Anthony, you have seen a lot of changes in the last 20 plus years of covering the news. And um, we're going to talk about the White House press credentials in a in a in a moment. But uh, out of out of all the changes you've witnessed, and it would be hard to to single it down or bring it down to one or two. But what what's been the most surprising to you? in these last 20 years as far as covering the news as a ministry
2: the real assault on the sanctity of marriage I, I was at the white house when there was a celebration of signed into law uh the the this um this congressional issue of really codifying basically um you know homosexual marriage on you know across the board so that that was a big deal that i've seen in the in the twenty. Years that it, it become such a, a major issue at the White House, and and you heard in the news about drag queens at the White House.
1: Yeah.
2: There, yeah, there was a big big party at the White House. Well, I, I chose not to participate to 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 be at that event, and um, I, I I had some arguments with um, uh, the the deputy press secretary of, of Biden regarding sanctity of marriage, and and wherein he was giving me statistics saying the majority of the religious community supports same-sex marriage. And I said, no, that's not true, uh, that it's not true. And I gave him statistics and saying, you know, that many LDS people in our region, they, uh, LDS people don't support it. Many Southern Baptists don't support it, Catholics don't. And So uh, they were totally all wrong about uh, their assessment, which they often are. Yes, yeah,
1: absolutely one of the things that i've noticed in uh secular newspapers print editions of secular newspapers is that they are they are shrinking drastically uh as circulation dries up um, they're consolidating uh, smaller like like in my my community lima ohio uh, the newspaper's been gobbled up by by different owners consolidated the, the actual printing of it has been moved out of the city first time in in 80 years that it, our daily newspaper is not printed here h- have you seen that in in uh in the Christian news business and especially with Intermountain Christian News the, the paper that you produce publish um h- how is the circulation doing uh, for you
2: well it is very disturbing that for the first time in 20 years that we haven't been able to print our paper on a regular basis. So um, if I can print it once a year, it, that, that'll that be quite something. But, you know, our newspaper actually has been electronically available for free to download from our, news- from our newspaper website for over 20 years. Wow. So, you know, I was, uh, I was really on the leading edge of, you know, making our digital newspaper available, um, you know, over 20 years ago. So, um it's it's always been available in, in in that way but uh hopefully there'll be a lot more uh sponsorship of christian newspapers around our nation and in canada uh, all the member uh newspapers of the christian newspaper association and i would like to see some major grants uh that would support the printing of christian newspapers and the distribution as well
1: yes well wouldn't that be wonderful i i, I know that the lord has certainly blessed uh, many believers with the financial means to do that, maybe that should be a specific prayer that we should engage in and ask the Lord to stir the hearts of some people to sow into that ministry, the printed. I, I, uh, I get a lot of my news electronically online as do many other people, but there's nothing like that physical paper in your hand to read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, uh, shift to a story that I became aware of. Uh, Rob had sent me some information. Uh, You received a letter in July from the uh, White House um, requiring you to submit a renewal application along with uh, other information in order to attempt to retain your hard-pressed pass to briefings. So what exactly was that about uh, what's going on? Any recent developments in that? And, and how do you see that playing
2: out, Anthony? Okay, well, uh, it's been very disturbing. I would to call people to attention to this uh, news report by the Daily Signal that is titled 442 Reporters, uh, I think mentioned losing their press pass, but this special uh, Daily Signal report uh, really addresses. Uh, Not only my situation, but Simon Atibas, uh, the Africa Today African News reporter, as well as Fred Lucas of the Daily Signal, all three of us were featured in that news story. So I think that explains it the the best. But I'm not really uh, permitted to really get into more uh, details legally uh, about this issue. My attorneys would definitely uh, be open, I think, to uh, join you to give a legal perspective on on that matter but i can tell you that my press pass is working i did not lose my press pass so uh thank god for uh these attorneys that intervened to to help me and that's all described in that uh news report by daily signal
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's um well it's sad that that Folks have to go to this length to try and protect their their rights, and in your case, uh, press media rights, access to to the president and, and news briefings. Um, but I read through that that article at the Daily Signal, and and um, it sure appears to me that it was, um, if I could use this phrase, a trial balloon. Sending that up uh and seeing what kind of response or feedback pushback they might receive and it looks to me like a probably an unusually high percentage of those four forty were probably conservative um, socially conservative, politically conservative, and maybe even uh, Christian news outlets that were um sent those reports i don't know that you can comment on that at all Uh, anthony is that your perspective or not sure
2: Uh, i'm not sure it doesn't go into that article about what what percentage were of the conservative um, you know leaning whatsoever so i'm not yeah definitely not sure about the makeup i sure would like to know yes uh, what the makeup of those reporters was but um We're we're all we're all waiting uh, to to learn more. And I know Daily Signal will do an updated report since their reporter, Fred Lucas, is, uh, you know, involved with this story. uh, We will hear about this. You know, there is also uh, a new uh, new news department, uh, part of the Heritage Foundation. And that that being uh, the uh, Washington stand. I don't know if any of you've heard of the Washington stand. Uh it, it kinda I mean no, it's, it's not I should I should correct that, say that the Daily Signal is part of the Heritage Foundation, but the Washington stand is part of uh the Family Research Council. Okay. A new uh news outlet.
1: Okay. Yeah, I am I am familiar with that's that's Tony Perkins, right?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Yep, familiar with familiar with uh with that organization. Um, so in your experience, Anthony, because I'm going to give you a a pastor's perspective and what I, what I see, um, happening, what I suspect is happening is that there seems to be, I I don't want to necessarily use the word coordinated, maybe deliberate is a better, better, uh, word to use. It seems like there's a, a, a deliberate effort to hide uh, news that looks unfavorable to certain uh, political parties um, while simultaneously floating news that that serves the purpose of distracting us. And I know um, politically that used to be a, a, a practice. That uh, Washington would release uh, sort of hot potatoes on Friday late afternoon, uh, hoping that the weekend would uh, kind of bury that in additional stories. And Monday, I don't want to sound too too, uh, uh, conspiratorial, but that seems to be a pattern we see out of Washington. You have any insight on that?
2: Yes, from my observations in the White House and in the State Department, but more so at the White House. You know, miraculously, I get called on the State Department every day I'm there. Interesting. Yeah, in in contrast to the White House, where I don't get called on at all, by this current press secretary. But I I would say in in the White House, in the press room, I feel like I'm in a propaganda camp,
0: Mm.
2: a propaganda issue where, you know they're they're favoring the mainstream media uh, as good as Fox News has been they're not conservative they're enough that uh, enough they're not really i don't think um reporting on our, our Christian concerns or or Jewish concerns as well and so that's why i'm hoping there'll be open doors for me to speak on Fox News to give the christian perspective of what's going on at the white house so uh you can pray with me for those that, that are watching that that door would open with Fox News or maybe even with CNN, I would like to be able to share a Christian perspective there and and with other of the major platforms that needs to be addressed, you know, uh, that as Christian and and Jewish people that'd be watching this, that our our voice is, is heard very loudly about that because we, of course, uh, evangelical Christians have a a large presence here in the U S.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes, that's right. And, um, that large presence has been approached and, and um, has been approached, that's a good way to say this, <laughs> and uh, enlisted for select causes, uh, select reporting, select statistics to support um, issues that I don't believe Anthony are widely supported by the Christian community now there there are segments of of the Christian community in America that are that are they fall alongside a scale from conservative to 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 liberal and it seems that currently with the current administration the more liberal side of christianity is approached for support favor uh, quotations um, so that they can make their case to conservative Christians that this is something we should be supporting. Um, and I don't think that was always the case. I, I'll say that 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 has been something that I've noticed in the last 10, 15 years. Does it go back uh, from your experience, Anthony, even further than that, or is that a recent phenomenon as I'm describing it?
2: It has been getting much much worse about this trend towards propaganda. And I don't know how many of you heard about in this, and the Biden administration was talking about, it kind of reminds me of George Orwell of 1984, mm-hmm. about Ministry of Truth or something like that. Yes. There's a lot of pushback about that issue. Biden was calling for a ministry of, I thought it was called Ministry of Truth. I think you're but, right. Uh, uh, very similar to that idea. But what, what is really at risk at the White House, I think very, very, uh, very difficult to deal with is really assault. The assault on the Christian media, they have the presence there. But uh, there's a crisis at the White House right now for the presence of good media. And so that's why I'm asking people to support what I'm doing so that we can have more good reporters there to counter what's going on. I, I need to have some interns. I, I need to have some assistance here in, in dealing with having tr- more truth reporting at the White House. And we need more favor. So the people that want to support keeping me at the White House in this very, uh, a very intense time, uh, I, would, I would say it, it is a, a crisis time for the survival of, of good media for Christian media there at the White House. And I'm usually, by the way, uh, the only Christian news reporter there that I that I know of um, and for the evangelical side specifically that will address these uh, a lot of human rights issues um, I, I was the only reporter uh, I think uh, with the press secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre on the Robey Wade decision day last June June of last year when she canceled the press meetings I went up to her office and I asked her face to face at her door of her office what about a child's right to life what is your response to our Christian audience? She wouldn't say anything. She refused to look at me. She turned away, went back into her office, closed the door. Wow. So what's so unique about God has called me to is is to share scripture at the White House, which I do on a regular basis. Like today, there's been reference to, in in the White House, I heard from other reporters, a anti-Israel reporter brought up reference to, the Palestinians' right to the land, not Israel. Mm-hmm. And countering that, I brought up Deuteronomy chapter 1. The issue about Israel's right to the land, the promise uh, the, that God gave to Moses, to the Israel people, and if you look at Deuteronomy 1, verse 7 and 8, it talks about the the the, the boundaries of Israel really being much larger than they've ever been, that ex- extending to the Euphrates River, uh, all of Jordan, all of Lebanon, into Syria, and uh, so a very huge area, which I don't see really fulfilled until uh, in Zechariah 14, when Jesus returns to the Mount of Olives and sets uh, sets up his kingdom, and the the fulfillment of Deuteronomy uh, 1, 7, and and 8 will will be uh, happening then, but I, yeah. I was at the State Department to address Israel's right to their, their, all their ancestral land as promised by God.
1: Yes, yes. And I certainly want to, uh, during our conversation today, I certainly want to touch on that subject. But um, the website, folks, if you're interested, the website is imcnews.org. IMCnews.org. Thank you, producer. You have it up there uh, on the screen. There's a place there where you can uh, support uh, the work of IMC News and uh, the work that Anthony does as a White House correspondent. uh, Also to the State Department. There's a contact um, option there. Yep, thank you. Same and there's a, there's
2: a donate button there too. For people there's to a donate get, button. Get That's get right. get involved so.
1: Yes. Yes. Did I, and I think I saw so a yearly subscription uh uh electronic subscription is is $27. Correct. Yep, there you go. Thank you for highlighting that. Um, the producer appreciate that. So Anthony from from the reader feedback that you get um what are what are most people interested in reading about? Is there a couple, three, four top subjects that, that your readers voice again and again and again, they'd like to hear more of?
2: Well, as we were talking about, truth in the media is one. Uh, we've heard the topic of fake news. I actually had an interview with uh, President Trump's uh, Deputy Press Secretary, Hogan Gidley, about... The topic of fake news. It's on our YouTube channel. A, a great uh, interview with him addressing the fake news concerns. Um, and uh, I know Dennis Prager, uh, with the Prager U, has a great little video—a uh, video about uh, fake news. I'd interviewed uh, someone that was was involved with producing that spot. But other top issues, of course, are um, the child's right to life. Uh, about Christian persecution, international child sex trafficking. I was at the State Department press meeting on a couple occasions. I mentioned the Sound of Freedom movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the the horrific problem uh, regarding the international child sex trafficking issue. But there's, there's also um, I'm dealing with the human rights issue of the Uyghurs about China, about um, and I brought up in the State Department uh, in a press meeting about what his response to our audience. that has the concern about our national se- security with China buying up a lot of our farmland. Mm-hmm. That, that is a big deal to our audience. So China's uh, involvement with America, the, the, the risk that we are, <clears throat> that we're facing because of China's buying up a lot of farmland other property as well intellectual property control um there there um i guess also um tick the TikTok issues regarding china and um i know some people have concerns about zoom um i, I don't i haven't heard any specific things that the china is controlling all the zoom connections here in america but uh the, a lot of people are concerned about china about what they pose as the greatest threat to our our freedoms of right, rights of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. But um, Afghanistan is another issue. I was there when the Afghanistan pullout was happening. I, I got to ask a, a challenging question to Jake Sullivan, member of the National Security Council. Uh, it was uh, amazing to be, be called on uh, to address the issue of abandonment how people felt in Afghanistan being abandoned by the U.S., but Mm -hmm. also Israel feeling abandoned by the U.S. Because Mm -hmm. what we have, you know, Israel is a big issue right now, isn't it? Yes, it
1: is. Yes, People are
2: really concerned and and disturbing that I and many others had had some uh, pre-awareness of this impending attack. Mm. The night before, I knew something was wrong in Israel and I couldn't sleep, very disturbed sleep. And I knew that Israel was gonna be attacked during a Jewish holiday and that week was Yom Kippur. Mm -hmm. How I wish I would have known the details of the attack, where it was gonna come from, at what time, what day it was gonna come and what what time of day it was gonna happen. But somehow this happened, the attack on Israel. God allowed this for a reason. And it surely has unified Israel more than ever before. So they are unified in Israel to deal with Hamas. Although I I do see Israel could have dealt with this over a year ago, they could have rooted out Hamas, but they chose to delay that. Maybe they were too concerned about public opinion about going into Gaza. So...
1: Well, I understand why Israel would be concerned about public opinion because my perspective is Israel can do no good. Anything they do is going to be viewed by the international community as as wrong even though they are they are abiding I, they are going beyond in in my opinion uh observing and following international rule and law concerning warfare. I was reading an article on that today that was detailing all of that. No one else, no other nation that I am aware of gives much credence to that. um, And certainly calls for Israel to show restraint in the face of that barbarity um, was in my view, unconscionable. And uh, we certainly saw that today. So, so let's talk about the, the Middle East, Anthony, that invasion, the Hamas invasion and the subsequent murder of hundreds, the taking of hundreds of hostages um, was really a reminder. And, and I don't know what it's going to take for people in the West, people in America to understand that the stated goal of the Islamists is not a two-state solution it is the complete and total eradication murder of jewish people and the conquest of what they refer to as palestine we, when are we anthony in your opinion if ever when are we america going to accept the fact that what they say they mean this is this is in your face um hatred and wickedness uh, now we know from the scriptures we're not surprised by this, but I'm still surprised at Americans who think now they're, they're it's not that bad. This is a horrible situation, isn't it?
2: It did. It is indeed a horrible situation, a barbaric situation. We're dealing with demonically driven people, uh, mm-hmm. Hamas, in in many ways uh, worse than than ISIS, but. If this has to be dealt with, then I'm 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 glad that uh, Israel's unified against this this, this enemy, uh, uh, Hamas. And and if Iran gets involved, uh, Israel's in a difficult situation because they have to deal with the head of the snake, which is Tehran, uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: w- with the leadership there. So if Israel does some preemptive attack, if they do an attack on on Tehran, yeah, in any in any way, then we're drawn into World War III. I know a lot of people are concerned about that with Russia being involved, Russia's alignment with Iran. They're doing business with Iran. China wants to get involved. We see how this all plays out to Bible prophecy, how God calls all the nations towards Israel, into Israel when we have Armageddon. And um, of course, when we have in Zechariah 14, when Jesus returns, all the nations will be, uh there in Israel and he he uh he meets his judgment upon those nations that have cursed Israel, especially the you know, cursed Jerusalem, and we see a lot of that. But you know, I, I have uh, Mike a, a doc a doctorate degree in psychology and I've seen a lot of psychological mind manipulation stuff going on yes. at the White House here in Washington DC and there's a strong delusion that is happening. With the Biden administration is deluded to think a two-state idea is going to bring peace. So I know that we've heard uh, that that if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different results, definition of insanity. That's that's what's happening with this two-state idea. Mm-hmm. And many people may that may not know uh, watching this program is that President Trump was was supporting a two-state idea. He talked about that from the UN with the Prime Minister Netanyahu. And Michelle Bachman had an interview with me. You can see that on our YouTube channel. She was trying to warn President Trump, don't do this. This was January 28, 2020. And Jared Kushner was buddy-buddy with the Saudi prince. And so um, I think President Trump was too trusting of his family member, the Jared Kushner, and true trusting of other people that he had in his cabinet. And uh, it, it's uh, and he's he's in a big mess, because he, he chose some bad advisors. And we especially know of Anthony Fauci. Look where Andy, Anthony Fauci got us, or Dr. Anthony Fauci. Mm-hmm. I've been in the room with him, but... Uh, so pray for more good leadership, to have wisdom, to break away from this two-state delusion, which mm-hmm. I heard in the press room at the State Department today, they keep re- re- uh, repeating this lie over and over again. Yeah. And if you don't mind, Mike, I- I'd like to share with your, um, your 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 viewers background to this whole so-called yes. Palestinian issue. Yes, please do. Okay, so this this is this all this whole myth of Palestine got started really back about 500 BC with the, the Greek historian Herodotus that referred to the areas Syria-Palestina. Uh, this, this, this further on was carried, was carried on with uh, the Roman emperor Hadrian in about 200 AD that renamed the area Palestine. So I blame, specifically blame the Roman emperor Hadrian uh, for this whole Palestine narrative and many people have bought into that today worldwide, that there's a Palestinian race of people. And I brought up in a State Department question today at the press meeting um, regarding UN Resolution 181. This was in 1947, the UN resolution about partitioning the land. And it was partitioned for an Arab state and a Jewish state, not a Palestinian state. So, for those that want to know more about that partition, look up the UN resolution 181. You can read from the UN website um, all the wording about uh, their conversations about dividing up the land. So, there there is no Palestinian race of people That's with right. a specific language. They're either Arab or Jordanian. That's right. Yeah, very and and, and, troubling.
1: And Anthony, isn't it uh, isn't it true? I think was it President Reagan that had um, negotiated a two-state solution and it was offered to Arafat and he flat out turned it down?
2: Well, do I read? do know that there was an, an offer to yes, Arafat and he did turn it down. Yeah. So, well, I'm glad that he did, actually. Yes. And, and Hamas Hamas is not happy with the two-state idea either. They They want all of the land.
1: That's correct. That is correct.
2: Yep. Yep. And I'm going to say, Mike, the foundation of antisemitism is rooted in the belief that Israel is the illegal occupier. Yes. I I brought up that issue at the State Department for the last two days about mm-hmm. Israel's right to the land, as I mentioned in Deuteronomy one verse seven and eight. And uh, all, all I get is this response of, "We're committed to the two-state solution."
1: Yeah. Yes. That's, and I'm not surprised that that's the response that you get repeatedly uh, on this whole issue, Anthony, of of uh, what's going on in Israel and the and the so-called Palestinians. Um, were you surprised by the what I consider pretty widespread support for Hamas across America on college campuses? Did that surprise you at all?
2: Uh not at all. Well, I, I've known there there's been a there's been a, a lot of people here in the US that support this Palestinian narrative. And then we have members of Congress which aren't helping the matter. Actually, the members of Congress of Rashid Talib and Ilan Omar and uh, AOC, they've all contributed significantly to this problem on the college campus. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and, and and we have you know businesses and companies that have bought into this issue. And I, and I think about members of Congress that would have a Palestinian, really kind of related Hamas flag in front of their office in the Congress. This should be, this should be grounds for impeachment, for removal. They should be sanctioned and removed from this. And across the, the college campuses, uh, those people should be arrested for their death threats because that's what they've done in college campuses. Calling for gassing of the Jews, Jewish people, for the death to the Jews, um, and this is all these people need to be uh, dealt with uh, by the police immediately, because you know if people make a death threat to a congressman, if they call up their office, then they're immediately arrested, aren't they? Yes. I mean, when uh, Biden went to Utah, uh, or uh, there were, there was some attempt someone made some some comments and and he was deemed a threat so was a veteran or something you heard in the news mm-hmm. so he was he was attacked because they thought he was a threat and uh, i don't know if that he really was
1: yeah yeah this kind of uh, uh behavior and and i i appreciate you use the, the qualifier demonic because it is demonic it is, it is clearly this, this unhinged hatred for Jewish people. Um, no doubt saw the report just a couple of days ago about a mob breaking through barriers in, a, in an airport in Russia because they had heard a rumor. Wasn't proven to be true, but had heard that a a flight from Tel Aviv was going to land at that airport. And their intention was to... Uh, assault and and do bodily, physically harm to passengers on that flight simply because it originated from Tel Aviv. And then um, I think it was today I was reading where Germany has a serious, serious problem on their hands um, with folks that are rising up very, very anti-Semitic. That is the last thing that that Germany wants to see happen. But they've allowed mass immigration for so long, and most of them are from uh, Muslim-controlled nations. And so now Jews are wondering: Should do we need to leave Germany again? I mean, it's it's spiraling out of control, in my view, Anthony.
2: Yes, what I, I'm concerned about the, the rise of Jew hating people in, in America, in Europe. The big mistake on immigration was they should have, and our nation as well, should have never let in people that hate Jews and Christians. Because what's made America great is that Judeo Christian heritage. And without that, America becomes a communist nation, uh, hateful of God. And I bring up with the White House often this issue to 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 make people aware of President Lincoln's solution for America in the middle of the Civil War. I believe it was April 30th, 1865. Um, This was before the Gettysburg Address. But the the proclamation is called uh, a proclamation on uh, appointing a national fast day. But President Lincoln, by the way, you can read what he had to say at the top of our website, imcnews.org key things that he said in, in that was that America is a nation that has forgotten God. We have become yeah. too proud, too arrogant, too proud to pray to the one that created us. And he said, we need to repent of our many national sins in hopes that God will have mercy on us and forgive us. And there was a line of statement that, that he said about intoxicated with unbroken success. And what I liked when he when he quoted psalm thirty-three, twelve, a jewish scripture that says blessed only are those nations whose god is the lord and and by the way mike that was played uh, for members of congress at the museum of the bible in february of this year when i was there with the uh, house, house speaker mccarthy so a great video that you, you can see i i believe it's through the national day of prayer and repentance website you can watch that um, that that event and and watch the, the, the video it was so so moving uh president lincoln's words played for everyone so i went to the white house that that following that event and and recounted uh, what what the house speaker heard and others heard about president lincoln's wording and repeated those words of lincoln to biden's press people and to other reporters and they just set their sat there silently
1: like a deer in headlights. Wow. Wow. Yeah, we're told in the scriptures that God will bless those who bless Abraham and his descendants, which obviously are the Jewish people, and curse those who curse them. And yet, too many of Americans seem to be running headlong into that willful Mm -hmm. destruction, if I could could say it that way.
2: Well, that's Genesis 12.3 that you're referring Mm -hmm. to.
1: That's right yeah that's right are you surprised Anthony that the Biden administration is t- trying to tie support for Israel with support for the Ukraine what what is
2: that about well that's come up in press meetings at the State Department and well what what is that what that is all about is uh, you know the Biden administration's anti-israel policies I uh, I, I, I wanted to say that he's, he's funding both sides of the issue. He's, he's, he's funding Israel to say that he opposes uh, anti-Semitism, whatever, but yet giving money directly to terrorist organizations, humanitarian aid given to the Palestinian Authority, to the UN agency uh, UNRWA that actually probably trained the Hamas fighters because Hamas controls the UNRWA schools in Gaza. so. I mean this 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 has to stop for the Biden administration for anyone to stop funding you know giving humanitarian aid to terrorist organizations and um making deals with Iran but um it is very disturbing Mike on on several fronts.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, if I had any say in it and I don't um Israel would be in control of of Gaza and would never relinquish it again. Hamas would be totally Destroyed, and those people would be set free, and um, I think that would be a, a good development to see. I don't know that I'll live to see that, but I certainly pray for that.
2: Well, I, I don't see that. I don't see that right now uh, that there, there'd be any legitimate government that that people in Gaza can come up with that is not anti-Semitic, that is not hateful of Israel, so that that land. As I mentioned, Deuteronomy uh one, seven, and eight, that really belongs to Israel. Yeah. So, and uh I, I would hope that they could have Gaza back totally, but uh, I, I know that Israel is concerned about world opinion uh on this matter, and uh we'll see how it plays out. Uh, yeah. i I just pray for protection over everyone.
1: Amen. Amen. Well, let's let's uh let's pivot to former president Trump. Um <laughs> the 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 attacks that that he has endured since he's left office it, it just seems like they're cascading um and for anybody that is a reasonable objective person they have to see that these things are surely uh, politically motivated with the goal of trying to prevent him from ever holding the presidency again do um, you think these things are going to stick, or are they just going to keep dragging this out past the next presidential cycle, hoping that um, people will will believe all of the, the lies and the fabrications that they've leveled against uh, President Trump?
2: Well, I do have a concern uh, that I've actually addressed with uh, David Horowitz. I had an interview with David Horowitz about the whole election issues and it got banned from youtube and david horowitz wasn't very happy about our interview being banned from our youtube channel but yeah i don't know if all if 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 how president trump is going to survive all this it'll be a miracle if he does and maybe that's a sign by itself that it's intended for him to be back into the white house but i don't know if he's changed his mind on the issue of the two-state idea michelle bachman uh, previous White House correspondent Bill Koenig, some people in, in that were watching this made know of who Bill Koenig is
1: I know Bill uh, personally
2: yep, and I just talked with him recently, mm-hmm. so I know that he 's been trying to warn uh, President Trump. I have tried to warn uh, you know Trump as well on this matter, so I am disturbed with a lot of Americans about what 's happening in the court situation. I know that. <clears throat> I know that uh, former President Trump could learn a lot about being careful about what he says uh, thinking thinking before talking on this matter, but we all have that problem. Um, yeah. uh, he has a right to free speech yes uh, and uh, so I know that he 's being criticized he's being sanctioned uh, punished by the judges for his his rights of free speech and um, and uh, we we 've heard them accuse him of uh, you know, uh, don't developing maybe uh, some <clears throat> some sentiment to uh, oppose uh, the court workers or whatever, and and people maybe feeling threatened or something. But uh, I don't know what to believe when I hear mainstream media about all this court issues. The way they well they where they report on it is they're so anti-Trump, and and they accuse him of uh, election interference. But it's really them that I blame for inter, in, uh, election interference on this matter, because what they're what they're doing is they're interfer- interfering with our national election by trying to um, imprison him, uh, and, and and people not having the 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 right to be able to vote for him on this matter. And I don't see that they have enough evidence that is substantial enough to to put him in prison on this matter. And it should end up at the Supreme Court as soon as possible to deal with all this injustice.
1: Yes, I I agree with that. I I also saw recently where Colorado has decided that they're going to uh, bring a suit against Trump for um, insurrection. And (laughs) I, I have to admit that my first thought was these people are not going to quit until Every avenue they have has been cut off. And I, I guess I'm an optimist. I, I believe that that is what is eventually going to happen. Um, and of course, that only by the hand of God, I, I, I will admit that um, But this kind of this kind of behavior from from political figures does not bode well for our Republican constitutional government, does
2: it? Uh, no, it doesn't. What I'm concerned about is hypocrisy for, yeah. for the judges that are going after Trump. How many of them support killing children in yeah. abortion, which is so horrendous, much worse than what they could accuse Trump of whatsoever? He was the first president at, a, uh, at the March for Life. I saw him standing next to Dr. Alveda King. So he was he was there to defund Planned Parenthood. So um, yeah, the total hypocrisy of the judges and also to think about how many of them are anti-Israel? How many of them are Jew, Jew haters? Yes. How many yeah. of them are against the sanctity of life? I really want it to be addressed in mainstream media about the hypocrisy of the judges in dealing with uh, former President Trump, but, but also the hypocrisy of judges in general that say that they are, that, that they are, um, I don't know, uh, good at, uh, you know, uh, providing justice. I really see that we have a department of injustice happening, yes. silencing uh, Christian people, free speech, um, silencing our rights of life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, and I'm I'm really um, also up, uh, upset regarding this assault. Uh, on those uh, basic God-given rights, as we see in the Declaration of Independence, our constitutional rights, and we are, I think, as David Horowitz, we're really progressing towards uh, uh, socialism, if not communism. And it's just like, uh, like it's just like communists to blame someone else for something that they are doing.
1: Yes, <laughs> well, that's uh, right out of their playbook, right? Saul, Saul Alinsky's playbook. Um
2: and, ha, no. and how many how many of you read Saul Alinsky's book, Rules for Radicals? Yep, yep. I have. Where, where it dedicates the first to the book, he dedicates this to Lucifer, mm-hmm. the greatest rebel of all. Yes. Yeah.
1: You know, you were talking about uh, hypocrisy and it's, it's 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 evident all around us, uh, the talking heads of the the media. Um I, I, I want to hear your thoughts on on Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House, in just a moment. But uh, when he was announced as as a Speaker, ABC's Rachel Scott said, John, here's, "Here's a quote." said Johnson is staunchly anti-abortion rights and quote not in favor of protections for same-sex marriage. and And she said. Uh, he voted against reauthorizing the violence against women act in 2021 so somebody went and dug some things up uh of course context you know is very very important and so this mm-hmm. violence against women's act uh in 2021 Johnson voted against that but they didn't say why he voted against reauthorizing the act and the and the the reason was that they they had attached so many writers and amendments to this bill uh that infringed upon our our Second Amendment rights, infringed infringed upon our First Amendment right, upon our religious liberty rights. And uh there was just so much attached to it. And and I think they do things like that on on purpose, Anthony. They attach things that they know are are anathema. They're they're dead on arrival. Uh, to most in the Republican Party, and then they play it up. Well, you voted against this, and they never give the context of that. They certainly did that. That was a, a hatchet job against Mike Johnson almost out of the gate. So, so my question is, what what are your thoughts about the new speaker, and and do you think he has a stands a chance? Because it sure seems like the Republican Party is deeply divided.
2: Well, I mean, it, it was amazing how he, he got in, that he had more votes than McCarthy, I think, did. Wasn't it like 220 instead of McCarthy's 217 or something? It was, yes. Yeah, so uh, I, I think his chances definitely are, are, are good. And this is really a big sign for uh, pro-life people. But, but, it, but it's, it's so often the plan of the Democrats to lie, uh, misrepresent the facts in major media, these news stories. They they lie so often. They don't they don't cover the real facts in the matter, the background of this issue. But I'm also um, uh, upset about the issue about tying the Ukraine aid to the Israel aid. This should be a separate issue because many member, members of Congress don't want to keep funding this war. Uh, to keep they don't want to keep funding Ukraine in this matter. Um, I, I know there's a, there's a fear that if they don't, that Russia will just take over not only Ukraine, but a lot more. But, um, you know, Russia is very troubling on several fronts, but it should be a separate issue about whether you're going to fund Israel separate from funding Ukraine.
1: Yes, yes, I I agree with that. Friends, the website, Anthony's website, is imcnews.org, imcnews.org. That's Intermountain Christian News News um you can subscribe to the uh, online newspaper you can uh, donate to support anthony's work as a, a white house correspondent uh, department of defense correspondent um you sure are doing some good good work and it's and it's good to hear uh, a committed born again believer is uh, wading into the pack of wolves there in Washington, D.C., and and trying to bring the light of Jesus Christ to them. So I appreciate uh, all that you do. Anthony, I'll give you the last word, friend.
2: Well, I do thank you for your prayers, for protection for me, uh, for provision, to stay here, to report truth, for the help that is needed uh, with our uh, Intermountain Christian News to continue to be able to report truth, truth. And thank you for for those that are watching to support, uh, to, to keep me here and these issues and praying for good health because I've had many health challenges. I actually literally was blind, but now I see, Mike, I was blind for six months. But thank God I can see and I thank God for sustaining me.
1: Amen, amen. Well, thank you very much, Anthony. I appreciate you joining us today. Folks, you have Anthony's contact information, uh, imcnews.org. There is a contact uh, button there that you can drop him a line support uh, that ministry of the Intermountain Christian News. That's all we have for you today. Thank you for sharing this episode on your platforms and with your friends, and we will see you next time here on WCN TV. God bless you.